thanks for watching. I'm your host, Chris Swainhart, and this is Gun Stuff. Gun Stuff is dedicated to arming America one law-abiding citizen at a time. If that describes you, well, you're in the right place. Behind us, you'll see the Arizona mountains, and you know, not too far from here, people are trying to stream in and join this great way of life. Can't say as I blame them. You know, they're leaving, in some cases, uh, authoritarian, uh, communist countries. They're trying to get in here. Uh, we just hope that we don't end up being like their countries that they have been fleeing from. Just this week, uh, we've been getting all kinds of information streaming across our desk about the Second Amendment. Now, Joy Reid, now unfortunately we don't have her photo here, but Joy Reid was afraid to leave her house on the 4th. This was just reported uh, this morning. You know, there were just so many guns. She says, America is awash with guns, especially on the 4th of July. We need to get rid of all these guns. Now, I don't hear her talking much about Chicago gun violence, New York gun violence. You know, I don't really hear her talk much about that, but Come our holiday, she's going to talk about it. Now, also, our dear leader, President Joe Biden, he used the Independence Day he to call for tougher gun control laws. Yes, he wants to restart the assault weapons ban. Now, they tried that before. It didn't reduce crime, but it doesn't make a difference. They want to start again. Now, do you hear what I say? I say they want to start again. I don't believe Joe Biden writes any of this. He just reads it off a teleprompter. But there's a whole group of people that will use any excuse to take away your right to arm yourself. And when that happens, the third headline here, armed Las Vegas worker stopped a likely mass shooter. Now, you can look this all up. It's all on Fox News. He stopped it, and that got hardly any coverage at all. You can barely find that anywhere in mainstream media. Why is that? Because they don't want anyone to know that having a firearm and a concealed carry permit can save lives. That's pretty crazy. But that's it for the news, and it makes a difference if you get informed Tell other people about what you know about the Second Amendment. Now let me see if I can bring along our guests. Usually around this time, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pumping the audio here, and, and Scott, Scott, Keith, 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 Scott, 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 are you there, Scott? Uh, there he is. <laughs> and and Ursula. We're all here. The whole team. <laughs> Ursula, you're here too. So tell us, guys, uh, am I right or am I a little off the deep end when it comes to the Second Amendment and the concealed carry? What, you know, give me your two cents worth. I say the Second Amendment, period. Like, <laughs> period, saves lives. Doesn't even, you don't even need a CCW in order to, to save lives. But we already know why it was written, and you have these people on the regular that's like, oh, no, guns are bad. That's because they want to control us. And don't even get me started on Drury Reed. That's a whole nother... Uh, we need to have a, a gun stuff after dark where we could just, like, just actually chat about, like, everything. Like, Drury Reed gets on my nerves. Like, she is, like, yep. the entire... Use, use some, uh, we understand you have feelings about that. And we'll, yes. We'll say that for another time. <laughs> and, Scott, uh, I don't think concealed carry holders, when they stop shootings, I don't think they get depressed, do they? 
No, they don't. But I just want to add, I think you're all crazy. Yeah, okay. no, I'm just, I'm just playing. No, I'm just playing. no that's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. But you know, the you, you know, you can't convince crazy people that they're crazy. So mm-hmm. you, know, you just have to do the best you can. You know, fight it out and and vote right and all that other stuff, right? So let's keep on fighting the good fight. Yeah. Well, here's some crazy people if I ever saw them, Scott. Uh, tell us what's going on here. Are, are they uh, working yeah. for an? Yeah, so we're always. Yeah, so we're always bringing you guys coverage of some of the uh, some of the shooting events and stuff that we go to, and this is from the Heartbreak Running Gun, and this is a 10k race, and it is run at like 20 below out there. It's cold, cold day, and we're out there running this thing. This is after you, you know, you're covered about a mile, and then you come to the stage in the woods, and you have to shoot. You have to shoot left hand on some targets. You have to shoot right hand on some targets, and each time you have to hold this block. But the key to this stage and the the trick to it was once you, you shoot, and it's called know your limits, you shoot, and if you miss the further targets, you're, you, you lose all points. So you shoot only to what you're confident you can hit. But you're tired, you're cold, you're out of breath. You, we're all soaking wet in this. You can't really see much of that, but they've already crawled us through the mud and all that. So, you know, you're, you're damn near hypothermic at this point. But it's a, it's, these are the fun stages that we like to go out. So this is a stage that we will be presenting in our Guardian run when we host it next month. So uh, this is one of the ones that they're going to be sending us and we'll set it up and we'll run it. And it's in honor of this stage here because it's one of the more uh, well, one of the funner ones that's so simple, but yet at the same time, everything, you know, the huge points are on the line for just one missed shot. Hey, maybe we need to send oh. Ursula there. I'd like to see how she does when the weather's not uh, above 90 degrees. <laughs> I'll be fighting for my life. That's what's going to happen. Like, I love the fact there's like 108 here. Like, you can't see it outside, but sunny skies is great. Like, it's, I love it here. Yeah. I don't have to worry yeah. about rust. <laughs> now, anybody can go to this, right, Scott? This is not paramilitary. Yes. You don't have to have your John Birch... Uh, society dues up to date or anything like that right nope nope this is about i say it's about a 50 percent uh ratio of you know people that are prior military and or law enforcement or something like that and then others are just enthusiasts you know they want to push themselves just like all the people that love to run spartan races and tough mutters and all those other this is it this is the same thing just with guns and that's why that's why we love it so much Yes. Well, speaking of guns, let's bring on our featured firearm for today. And I have it right here in the studio. And it, it, it I, I put it on this camera and it looks like a big one. And, and that's because I'm zoomed in there so, so, so tight. And, and I, I tell you what, I like this firearm. I'm going to, through the magic of television, I'm going to pass it. Now you'll see over here, now right here, this is my hand. I know it's a great looking hand. Yes, I was a hand model. Okay. And, and, and then here it is. And I've taken it out of the holster, but I'm going to pass this all the way through. There we go. All right. So Ursula, uh, I'm going to let her uh, rack it and so forth. Give us an intro, Scott, please. Yeah. So this is the Ruger LCP 380. Uh, I've had one of these and carried one of these as a backup gun and or, uh, you know, just off duty uh, looking for something, you know, just to carry around when it's summertime, you're you're wanting to carry something lightweight, you know, and you're not trying to uh, carry anything too big. You want to go with a minimal signature. Uh, it's a great handgun. I've shot a lot of rounds through it. I Myself, personally, I put a magazine extension on it just so I could get my pinky down on there. Uh, but 
it's it's got the milled sights in it so you can't you're, you're not going to push the sights nothing's going to really change mm -hmm. on that this one has the upgraded trigger has the stainless slide and it has the cocking serrations on the front because it is it's a very small uh pistol so be, having some purchase area to to chamber that and you know being as small as it is makes it a little easier but uh this this one is a six plus one if i'm not mistaken no, uh no. but you can get uh, it, it magazine extensions to take it out to eight or, or, or more on some, uh, but this is a great pistol. I've owned one for at least a decade and it's that it's been beat up and, you know, I've got to you know, blow all the lint out of it all the time, everything, but it's, it's a really good pistol. So Ursula, uh, what about that size? I mean, it looks so, so convenient, right? It is. It's super convenient, but it's still shootable. So what some people think, they're like, oh, they need their pinky on, on a gun. Yeah, that does make it comfortable, but your pinky only accounts for about what, what Scott, maybe like what, 15 to 20% of your overall grip on that 25%? Like pretty much you can still shoot it even though your pinky is hanging <laughs> off. So I do <laughs> so I would say with this particular one, there nice. are major upgrades from the original LCP. Um, the trigger on this is a hell of a lot nicer than when it first came out. And it's still going to be double action only. Um, it does come with the nice little, uh, I don't want to call it a... Uh, it's a pocket holster. I know it's a pocket holster, but... Yeah. You can put it that, in your pocket. Uh, so nice and suede. Then you're going to have here that's going to be a little bit textured for your pocket. So when you draw this out of your pocket, you're not bringing your holster with you. So... That's one thing I like. I kind of like about that. It's already made and ready to go. Only thing you need to do is run some rounds through it, make sure it fits your ammo, and your ammo runs through it, and you're pretty much good to go. And for so, two hundred and sixty-one dollars, yeah. you can't beat it. One. I, I tell you what, I, that's pretty. That's like mad money. You know, skip a couple lunches and, and buy it for crying out loud. We're still gonna go to lunch afterwards, right? Yeah. Okay, well, just maybe sure. not. <laughs> hey, guys, I tell you what, we're gonna be right back after this quick commercial break with our very first guest, Gideon Optics. technology. Hey, let's bring on our first guest if we can here. Let me see if I can bring along Mike Branson from Gideon Optics. Mike, a veteran of the show. We're glad to have you back. Thank you for spending some time with us today, Mike. Chris, it's great to see you. And, and Scott, it's great to see you. Ursula, I don't know you yet, but I like you already. We're going to get along just fine. <laughs> Yeah, that's what everybody says. You know, they like me and Scott, but once they meet Ursula, like you nobody know, else matters. Everything, yep. it, nobody's it's better. Yep. Just get out of the way. Let Ursula do it. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and some way people say that all the sunshine out here in Arizona is emanating from her. Uh, sunny personality but i'm not so sure i'm already going to get you a gun for christmas man. Oh, okay. you gotta butter me up at this point like <laughs> hey mike tell Battery. us about gideon optics will you please gideon optics is a brand new company this is a brand new baby that's just been born so some of you guys might recognize me from uh, another company that i was with for the last couple of years and i uh switched over uh, in the fall of last year and we started working on a brand new scope project and so uh, we, we started working really hard about in October of last year, and our first batch of product has finally come in and, and is everything that we're hoping 
it would be. So right now uh, we're just starting out with pistol dots. We've got three pistol dots that are in the RMR footprint and uh, one that's in the RMSC footprint, the slimline footprint, and one that's on the acro footprint, the uh, the big sort of, uh, you know, doom toaster, I like to call it, uh, that's at a fully enclosed emitter. So we've got uh, five different optics that uh, that we have on the market at gideonoptics.com. So, you know, the thing that got my attention uh, since I, I knew you were a new company, Gideon, uh, is a name out of the Bible. Uh, tell us, uh, right. what's the genesis, uh, so to speak, the genesis <laughs> of the name Gideon Optics? Right. So, so uh, the JSD, uh, JSD Supply is the parent company of Gideon, and, and the owner of JSD Supply likes to use a lot of biblical names. And so he, we were bandying about what the name of the company should be. Um, and it was actually, I'm, I'm proud to say, it was my suggestion. I said, you know, the story of Gideon is like God's special forces raid, really. I mean, if you, if you read about it, it was, uh, you know, um, a, well, a great deal of faith, a, a I, huge leap of faith yeah. with a small number of people. And uh, you and know, you know, I got to interrupt you there because uh, Joy Behar, she's going to be triggered, and so many <laughs> others. If we got, if we've got firearms, we've got scopes, and now oh, the Bible. Bible. Yeah. Oh, gee, <laughs> I mean, we. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, the sensors. Here. Holy yeah, crap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're in big trouble. Hey, I've got yeah. some photos of some of your new products. And, and take sure. a look and tell us what our viewers are looking at here. I'll tell you what, it looks pretty fabulous. I don't know who did your photography, but this thing looks no. awesome. That's me. Uh, that's actually my Glock 48. <laughs> um, there it is on the, on the kitchen table. Um, so that's a Gideon Judge. So that's the RMSC footprint. It's a, got a CR2032 battery in the bottom of it. It comes with a three MOA dot in either red or green. I like the green better myself because uh, it messes with my astigmatism a little bit less, you know? So it's a little bit crisper for my eyes, but other people have other opinions. Some people prefer the red. Um, so that's my that's my Glock 48 with the Gideon Judge on it, and that's for sale right now on the website for 200 bucks. It's 199 dollars. Oh wow! Um, made of seven, five aluminum oh, wow, wow. and everything you'd expect. Go ahead. Right, I have a question. Kind of a right. yeah. What? First, I, I, first, first of this all, guy. I raise my hand first. Look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how many different? That's what it's uh, like to shoot. Huh? There's a picture of what it's like to shoot it there. That's my local range. Oh, nice. So I had a question because that's actually three MOA is a really good size. Um, how many different illumination settings do you have? You've got 10. Okay. 10. So all from, yeah, but honestly, I'd leave them when I'm carrying it around. I leave it at nine or 10 pretty much all the time. I, I leave it on blast. You know, I'd rather have it too bright than not bright enough. Mm hmm. Um, but the lower settings are great for zeroing and also for indoor range shooting. If you're stuck at an indoor range and the lighting's kind of like in my in my room right now where it's dim, then you know it's nice to have the ability to to dim it down and when you have sort of control over the ambient lighting. Yeah, Scott. Yeah. Uh, so my question was, what is the the lens material? What on, on this particular model here is this going to be in the glass or, or in the polymer range or? Yeah. I I think nobody. Yet, the day may come when polymer is a viable option and you can get scratch-resistant polymers, but we're not there yet. So everything that we're doing is really nice glass, and it's got 38 coatings. Here I am actually running the uh, uh, Gideon in competition. 
see scott you're not the only guy that competes i just don't i just don't <laughs> use the concrete block um, so these yeah here i, I got an extra one if match. you want it that's what um yeah that's a that's a gideon omega there which is our big window on a, on the vp9 and so these have been these have been we've been competing with them we've been testing them we've been running around with them um and and, and just making sure that they do what uh, what we say they'll do my, my match director watch this scott he likes to put a no shoot right behind those falling steel targets you see that <laughs> so if you miss it's a 10 second penalty yeah you're like sucker yeah come so on man accuracy yeah. counts right yeah, well, you got to so, pay attention. Yeah, it makes it fun. So we have a question from Facebook. I got Stefan. I hope it's Stefan and not Steven. We'll see what happens. Um hey, Meister would like to know, will the Slimline bracket fit on a Hellcat Pro? I don't know what the Hellcat yes. Pro is tapped for, but it will fit. Yeah. Like direct yes. mount or adapter? Yeah, direct mount. So the, the Hellcat and the Hellcat Pro are both that Shield RMSC okay. uh, footprint. It should just go right on there. Um, now you'll have there's a little waterproofing diaphragm that goes between the optic and the mount to seal off that battery and keep water from going in there. So if you dunk it in a bucket of water or something, um, it, it's dunkable, basically you won't, you won't short it out. So you got to keep, uh, got to keep water away from the battery. So that's how we achieve that. And the stage is done. So yeah, it yeah. should go right on Hellcat pro. No problem. Okay. And you're getting lots of comments. Uh, wow. Great price. Nice. And here's another one, Terry, nice price. And uh, and then Doug is, I tell you what, you're getting their attention. They're just jumping on here. I, I uh, you know, there is a good question here. Kevin asks us, is there a battery tray, or do you have to remove the site to replace the batteries? That's a question. Right. So on the little one, on the little RMSC, the judge, you've got to remove it. So like I said, the battery will technically go a couple of years, but you'll have to remove it when it does conk out, and you'll need to re-zero, which usually isn't that hard on the rmr footprint ones like this is called the rock here i can actually show you that's a top tray on the rmr mm -hmm. so that's a cr 1632 and you can on the rmr footprints you can uh remove it and, and replace it without having to without having to switch out your uh without having to re zero cool all right so we we did we did the best we could with all of them. the other thing i'm super proud of that you don't see very often with these optics, especially at this price point. Oh yeah. That's the big chunk is there. But, but even with this, uh, even with the judge and, and like the rock here on the RMR footprint, these uh, adjustments are one MOA per click. So they have tactile and audible clicks in them. They're not just a tension turret, which is a big step up. That was something that um, is, it's very difficult to accomplish. And I'm really proud that we got that done. Um, so you can actually feel and hear the clicks when you're when you're re-zeroing or when you're zeroing your optic. That's a really big deal for for two hundred dollars. This is two hundred dollar optic too. This guy here, yeah, that's mediator there. That is the acro footprint. He's a little bit more expensive. He's two twenty nine right now. Um, comes with that riser mount in the box, so you can put it on a a long gun if you want. Um, I've got one here on my on my VP nine. Which I share with my wife. It's technically my wife's VP nine. See, yeah, <laughs> she's, she's letting me love, I love the Technically, till yeah. she decides it's um, not technically yours. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, 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 I've got to borrow my wife's HK. So uh, this one is a little bit special. Somebody asked, "Is it switchable between red and green?" No, because you would need two emitters. Um, but what this one does have is a selectable reticle 
that is a circle dot, just the circle, or just the dot. And you just hold up the brightness button and it'll switch and you can play with which one you want. I'm evaluating right now, do I like the circle dot better or just the dot? And I'm not really sure. I'm going to shoot it again uh, tonight, actually, when, I, when I'm done with Gun Stuff TV. I'm going to go to the range. I'm going to try it again. That's from last Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, a, it's an accurate it's an accurate gun with an accurate optic on it. So, so you um, called it a Doom Toaster yeah. earlier. So the Doom Toaster. I call it a mailbox. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah, the mailbox. Yeah. And there's the same gun with the, uh, the big window uh, uh, Omega on it. Omega's in red or green, 3MOA. That's basically uh, the same window size as a very well-known brand that begins with T. Mm-hmm. For two hundred dollars, gotcha. you, you're talking about a two hundred dollar large window optic there that will last. It'll do everything that you expect. Um, there, I am doing some testing and evaluation with it. Uh, so, absolutely, yeah. you're really yeah. hitting the mark. I can spend all the time on the comments here because people are going crazy. Okay. And uh, hey, this is a nice photo for whoever shot that. Yeah, that's my wife behind the shutter, and uh, yeah. So that's the that's that rock I was telling you about. That's on my my Glock 26. Um, I need some of Mike Seeklander's recoil management. Uh, my recoil management's not looking too good there, uh, oh, Mr. Seeklander. So to be fair, it's also a Glock 26. That. Yeah, I'll give you a little bit of grace there. Hey, you know, I think we're right about to the end of our segment here. Uh, here's the uh, reticle. I wanted people to get to see it. And uh, yeah. just the last couple pictures here, and uh, tell our viewers how they can learn more about. Gideon Optics, and this is also for our podcast viewers, our listeners, because uh, they can't see the uh, uh, URL right here on the screen. Yeah, GideonOptics.com or also Gideon Optics on Instagram. So we're on Instagram, and uh, you can ask us questions there, and and uh, and uh, they're available right now on the website, GideonOptics.com. Guys, I'm so glad to see you again, and, and Ursula, it's very nice to meet you. Yes, we need to. And we're just touching yeah. the surface. We just scratched it, so we're going to have to have you come back. We love mm-hmm. all this product. Yeah. And you know what? Is there any way we could maybe get one of these in the hands of uh, Scott or Ursula, and we could get some actual hands-on with it? What do you think? Absolutely. Let's do it. What about Scott? Is that something you'd be interested in, Scott? Uh, Scott doesn't like that kind of uh, stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't like guns and I gear at all. I need to get out there, too, but <laughs> yeah. that's going to be another I episode. know, right? Hey, well, we'll get back with you for the next episode, and we'll be right back after this quick commercial break with Gators Eyewear. But the one thing I can tell you about my family, it's bred into us when I glitters. firearms so let's bring along our next guest gators I, I, and i love the way that spells g-a-t-a-t-o-r-z now yeah, see your moment it's all good yeah i had all kinds of problems <laughs> typing that in because every time i typed it in 
it would want to autocorrect an S. And you know what? That is great for the uh, uh, social media watchdogs. And I love the Apple. They're really trying to make sure I'm on my P's and Q's, but I'm afraid it's uh, Portend's like big Apple. brother. I'm like, they got a pregnant dude as the emoji. Like, hey, it's okay. So, so, <laughs> so, so Scott, uh, so glad that you're here. It looks like you're on the road. Uh, you're out there, but you've got some great yep. signal. Thanks for spending mm -hmm. some time making it happen. Tell our folks about Gators. Yep. Now, it's a household name, but maybe some of you haven't heard it. Just give us a brief intro, Scott. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, Gators, uh, we're American-made eyewear manufacturer. We're actually out in Yuma, just down the road from you. I happen to be in Nashville right now, but uh, we make our product out of uh, 7075 aluminum machine manufactured right there in Arizona. Uh, create a ballistics, durable, lifetime product. Oh. I had, I had no idea. I had... I'm about to go take a trip with the factory is what I'm about to do. Like, yeah. <laughs> Trouble I doubt anytime. Yes. <laughs> and that aluminum, so that aluminum, that's much better than the plastic stuff, right? I mean. Lightweight, yeah. Yeah, so lightweight, the you know, durability of it, obviously, aluminum, but it also makes them adjustable. And that's where, you know, Gators really got its legs and grew was when people found out you could adjust them. So you could really conform to your head. They stay on. You don't have the pressure with trying to find certain glasses that aren't going to pinch your head you can adjust them what you need but they'll stay on when whatever activity you're doing mm -hmm. oh you know yeah. i hate to be uh, a cautionary tale here but you know how can you make any money i mean don't you want to just make those out of plastic and, and then uh take that extra profit and put in your back pocket uh scott am, am i right on that you know what's going on you don't sound american made at all it's like a swiss company to me no you know, one of our we take a lot of pride in what we do and so you know we do it a little bit different but we found it's a better way um and that's you know where a lot of people that depend on their gear you know select gators to go out and protect this nation every every day is that um, they can rely on it. And so our, our pride is in making a quality product. Obviously, we want to make some money, but, you know, um, most importantly is is the quality of what we're making. Because um, it's more than just sunglasses. This is protection, um, you know, for the men and women serving out there, either protecting our communities or our country, or just the everybody, everyday carry. And something I always talk to people about is, you know, you, you, have, you, you have your firearm, you have your knife, your flashlight, your stuff you carry every day in case something happens. The one thing you forget is if something does happen and you're into something and stuff starts flying, if your eyes aren't protected and that you know, you're out of the out of the fight. So um, yeah, eye yeah. protection just for every day is important. And, and what yeah. type of material are the lenses? Are, are, are they all different to, de depending on the type of lens? But what type of material are the lenses? So they're, they're made out of polycarbonate and we have them with a special ballistics resin in them. So. Um, our lenses, we have them in a ballistics rating, which is uh, rated for up to 720 feet per second from a 15 caliber shrapnel. Um, so that's the mil spec standard. No, oh, those look good. Those look really good as, as for a shield. And we so, already know, like, as, as shooters, like, I, we've all had, you know, shrapnel come back. We've probably shot a piece of steel that was maybe questionably a little <laughs> bit too close. Like, we've had stuff come back and, uh, no, glasses are super important because uh, it's kind of hard to replace your eyes and your hearing. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, so we just launched this last week, Blast Shield. We've been very excited for this. So it is Gator's first shield. Um, we've incorporated some new technologies and the, 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 the really cool technology with it is our ICM 
uh, rapid lens change. So we developed a, a new way of mounting a lens and with it being aluminum frames, we can do things different than you can do with plastic. So we're only holding the lens from the center, which gives us some benefits. Um, so it's a really simple lens change out with a simple uh, lever. The nose piece is built a lever. So it real quick changes out. So if you've ever had interchangeable lenses before, you know, there's levers or you're prying the lens and they're a little iffy on some of them. This one is very intuitive, very easy to do. And with holding the lens from the center, it creates, um, especially for people that have larger heads like me, um, when you put on typical sunglasses or iPro or anything, it's going to, excuse me, sorry. And uh, as you put on a wider head, you can induce prism. Uh, and with the blast shield being mounted from the center, no matter what head size you put on it, the optics stay straightforward. So you can imagine, um, you know, looking down your sights in a competition or anything, and, you know, the the sunglass that you're wearing can induce prism and, and misalign your eyes with the sight and the target. Um, and with that also being held from the center, it increases impact because it's not rigidly held inside of a frame. So when that curved lens gets impacted, it wants to flatten out and inducing stress on the frame and the lens it can either cause it to fracture or eject. Yeah, I, I'm going to kind of interrupt here. Uh, uh, there is a question from Sonia. Where are they manufactured? That's a good question. Yep. Yep. Right there in Yuma, Arizona. So all of our manufacturing happens in Yuma. We bring it in, uh, starts as sheet form. We mill it, anneal it, bend it, finish it all there and final uh, lens insertion and everything right in Yuma, Arizona. So um, I want to just throw that out there. So like if y'all like me and kind of like, um, you know, like Jack Carr and stuff like that, I have to kind of put up the little, <laughs> the nice little cameo because like they're on point spot on with their gear in uh, the entire Terminalist uh, series. And like, I was like, those are gators. Holy crap. That's Jack Carr making a little cameo. He's a bad guy. This is great. So I don't want to ruin for anybody else. But I love how, <laughs> yeah, you said earlier how pretty much like, you know, we have, you know, military rocking your stuff we have you know ellie we got a lot of people wearing your gear and to have you know hollywood kind of pick up on that like hey we need to make this as accurate as possible and having that so i thought that was really cool and also like a nice little yeah. low-key gear shout out now, as well. now, now let me ask you melton here uh this this uh this picture here what are they doing with the yep. lens so so that's what i was talking about earlier so they're changing out the lens and with the blast shield platform you have the ability to quickly change out you know, depending on the conditions that you're in. So, um, you know, if you're starting to go dusk or get darker, you can change out to a clear or low light lens. We're also will be launching our shooting lens, which if uh, people haven't heard about it, it's a high contrast shooting lens, uh, which really helps with varying backgrounds. So if you're getting faster target acquisition, picking up those targets and the contrast. Uh, so you'll be able to switch out between smoke, clear, photochromic, you know, different colored lenses um, and polar. A lot of people are they, saying that they like the, the, the fashion of this also. Mm -hmm. It's more protection around the sides, but it also looks better, right? Question, uh, will yep. all the lenses come with the Blast Shield, you know, like package, or will all lenses have to be purchased separately? That's a good question. No, we have, we have some bundles. So right now with what we've launched with this last week, you can get a clear and smoke bundle. Mm -hmm. um, in the future, as we start launching other lens technologies, we'll create other bundles. Um, and you can buy either just a clear or smoke, uh, or the, our, we have a photochromic lens in this also, which is the transitioning. Uh, but there will be different bundles available. Right now with the, the launch, it, there's just the one. But as we start launching the rest of our lens technologies, we'll have other bundles where people can get, you know, essentially two, three, four pairs of glasses in one, 
that it is extreme savings. And, and uh, I'm looking at the side shot here. Now, yep. uh, we're looking at the aluminum technology on there because it looks to me like this thing is bolted together pretty daggone well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that uh, they're riveted on with four hinges, and there is actually 16 rivets on here. Um, like I said, the frames are made to last a lifetime. We have a lifetime frame guarantee. Uh, we back what we build. And what's unique about what you're seeing here on that on that temple is Gators has been known, and one of the things that a lot of shooters and military special operations liked was the thinness of the temple under comms and ear pro. Well, we went back to the table and we wanted to make something even better with that. So we designed this new temple and curvature uh, of what is our ghost temple now that is very flexible. We actually reduced the thickness in half by half. And so it creates this very flexible uh, temple on your head and a nice curvature that you, you almost forget it's there. Um, and then giving that extra room when you have ear pro on, you don't have that pressure. You see the cup seal completely around your ear. You don't have other noises coming in. So we're pretty excited about the, the ICM rapid lens change on this blast shield and the ghost temples. Yeah, look, great. Look, Ursula, look at the way that wraps around yeah, there. That is actually really cool. I'm super excited to go tour. I think I might do it next week. I think I might. Well, I got to get with I got to get with Scott yep. to see see a schedule here. But um, quite, I got a whole bunch of questions regarding prescription lenses. So a lot of people want to know if you do prescription lenses and also will they fit over regular prescription glasses? So like two separate no, questions there. Yeah, so right now we don't have the RX carriers developed for this. We're working on RX. So um, in the near future, we'll be able to offer RX in the blast shield. In our other uh, glasses, we do have an RX program where you can get RX lenses in it. Um, and these are a very tight wrap, so you couldn't put uh, prescription lenses behind it. Okay. Well, folks, I, I tell you what, I hate to say it, but we're at the end of our segment here. And in fact, we're over a little bit. Uh, that's for the editors because we've lost Scott. We're going to go look for him. Uh, Ursula, I want you to go out on the porch. Uh, I'm right. going to go down <laughs> in the men's restroom, find out what happened to Scott. We're going to look for him. Uh, but before we leave, uh, one more shot. Why don't you tell us how to spell it? Since as a senior citizen, I, I can't spell. And apparently Apple thinks I can't spell either. So Scott, uh, tell us. Uh, uh, how they can find out more. Yeah, we're at gators.com and that's gators with a Z. So G-A-T-O-R-Z.com. Dot com. Hey, thanks for being on the show. We appreciate it. We'll have you back and we'll also have uh, Scott back sometime in the future once we find him. And uh, we want you folks, don't go away. We're going to be right back after this important message and we'll be talking with Live Fire. Now, if you don't know what that's about, you better stick around. watching uh, I tell you what I think we found Scott Kiefner he's somewhere in the Netherlands of the internet and uh, let me just see if I can bring him on here right now uh, let's bring on our next guest and then we'll wait for Scott to join us so glad to have Chet Linton here with us from Egypt's aim Chet welcome to the show thank you it's great to be here Chris uh, you guys uh, 
I actually am having chills running down my spine right now just talking to you because, uh, Scott, we've been in doing this. This is our seventh season, uh, and this is episode uh, 200 just on our live stream, which we just started a couple years ago. And, and all we've heard, we've never heard anything that came close to what you guys are talking about to save the lives of our children and also our teachers. Chet, tell us a little bit about uh, who you guys are, how you got started. Give you the floor here. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, we we just uh, have been watching for a long time, having had a uh, previously had an education technology company and working closely with schools, uh, being very driven about creating and helping to create environments where kids are safe and motivated to learn really gave us some insights. Uh, we also did a lot of work with law enforcement and realized uh, in the last few years, there's ju it just seems that every time there's an event, you know, meaning some kind of an active shooter event or an incident at a school that's critical or life-threatening, that things just get chaotic. Uh, you know, we have uh, a lot of uh, just very interesting data and it's not going down. Things are getting more intense. We're seeing more frequency and greater frequency. And we just quite frankly said, hey, we've had enough. Somebody needs to focus on a solution. We, we believe that people don't understand there are really great solutions now and uh, they, can, they can learn about these things. So we need to educate the general public and help them realize that there are better ways that truly can decrease response time. Generally, every incident, if we look at national data, uh, responders are on scene within eight to nine minutes. One of the things I didn't know was that it's usually about 35 minutes when they enter a structure. Now that's shocking, right? And why is that? Well, it usually takes about 20 minutes to get floor plans. So when incident commands get in there setting up, they want to be able to make sure they can give guidance in the building. You know, a lot of a lot of time has passed. Now, of course, we see agencies that are moving faster than that, but that's what the data tells us. So we're trying to figure out how do we put a story together that makes sense. One of the other things that was really shocking to us is that, you know, the current research and training, and no criticism, but to find a shooter in a school, the way you find them is by shots fired or screams. I mean, that's it. That's really sobering as a parent and a grandparent. Uh, you know, you start to think, what does that really mean? So if somebody's actually made it into a school with bad intent, now those officers, that SWAT team that's there to clear that structure and make it safe again, they're waiting for those shots and screams. So that's, uh, we, don't, we don't like that, um, nor do they. And, you know, one of the other big issues is that once we have these big buildings for, you know, our schools are made out of concrete and brick and stone, radio signals are terrible. I, 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 I got chills thinking about what you said. The only way they could find the active shooter is through screaming mm -hmm. or shots fired. And then uh, the current technology that they're using, the radios, they can't even find themselves around. And you guys have figured it all out. I, I, or at least you've got a great solution. I think this actually would be a great tool to actually um, build that rapport between law enforcement and a lot of these public schools. So uh, one thing that I've learned or kind of seen, especially in the Arizona area, is that like some schools, with them being so anti-gun, anti-police presence, as they get rid of SROs and stuff, where they won't even allow like whatever agency that patrols that area to even just you know practice clearing it or get blueprints without having to go into like the recorder's office and things like that. So there's been a little bit of pushback, but if something like this can actually bring them together and be like, hey, look, we just want to be prepared for that day to happen. 
and we hope it doesn't happen, we have this. So it's either like you're going to have like some parent that's going to be like, you know, to introduce this, this product to, to that school or you're going to have basically LE doing it. Hey, Chair, so Chair, yeah. uh, he, here's a video. Why don't you can, maybe this will help illustrate exactly what your software does. We've talked about it. Let's talk about the actual software. What, what's going on here? You know, the challenge is that uh, we're, we're really often struggling. So we have a dynamic mapping system so that that's already in when an officer or a team enters a building, dispatch has access to those plans. They see the same thing the officers do. And by the way, the exact same thing that all of the uh, staff in the building do as well. So they're sharing the same information. Uh, they're able to know if people are safe, are they unsafe? One of the other issues is communicating. So we've actually created a process that enables on a proprietary chat channel for all law enforcement responders and dispatch to be able to communicate directly by name with those that are in the building. And so having those dedicated communication channels, uh, everybody can participate. They can share images. They can share video. And so this way, all responders are able to communicate. They're able to address any medical needs immediately and by priority and to have insights into what's going on. And I just I just wanted to add also, so I, I was on a SWAT team back in the day when the Columbine, you know, the, with the one of the first school, you know, mass shootings happened and we had to go to every school and we had to train in every school. And then, you know, as years went by, you know, firearms instructor with whatever agency I was working with at the time or whatever department, uh, you always had to teach the active uh, shooter scenarios and those things have evolved and we've recently had one that was resolved and in, in, in this record time of like 12 minutes uh, that we that we that was all over uh, the internet uh, just a just a couple short weeks ago but the thing is is having a tool like this you, an officer shows up and they can uh, link up with another officer one of those officers can be the cover man another officer can pull up the the app and see and everyone will already be telling them where the shooters are, what, where are the danger spots? They don't have to go through because in a situation like that, the first ones on scene, the first ones on the scene are always, you know, you, you go straight to the threat. Well, you enter on the South side of the building and the whole threat is happening on the North side of the building. You can't even hear gunshots uh, in, in, in those buildings because of the way halls are set up. And if the fire alarms are going off, you can't hear screams. You can't. So it's a very chaotic environment. But having a tool like this that is a visual thing that you can hit, uh, you can bring it up, you can find the map, you can go straight to the threat. Uh, and that, to me, would be a huge benefit for the responding officers. And I would think that they would be, you know, they would be even be able to cut that time. And that was a phenomenal event uh, for them to be able. But it, for those of us that watched the video, we seen them, they were clearing it downstairs and they're like, Oh, we're on the wrong floor. Then they had to turn around and go back and find a stairwell and then go upstairs and then start clearing down a long hallway downstairs. And then they, then finally they heard gunfire and finally they, they, they knew where it was and they charged right to it. You know, the, the, the issue isn't in the courageousness or the speed of the officers. It's in the information that they get. They're all going to respond. They're all going to go after, uh, you know, that bad guy and get him as quick as they can. But they they need to your information. They need your program to be able to get them there as fast as possible. And and we we go to Nashville, Scott. You'd mentioned what happened in Nashville in 14 yep. minutes. Those two teams got in and just with precision took care of things. 
but as we've reviewed multiple body cam footage and looked at that, we believe that that could have been handled in seven minutes. The administration seemed to be right on top of things. It could have even been less because of the participation and organization that was there at the school. We all know it takes everybody, right, for these things to get resolved quickly. And so we're, we look at the whole incident. Um, Scott, you may have heard this. There's a common phrase now that's called the big black hole. Once officers get called to a scene, they show up and they literally have no idea what's going on inside. And so a common phrase is the big black hole. And our objective is to eliminate that by giving insights into these things. So imagine if you're a, an administrator and you hear about this, you can begin to communicate with teachers immediately at your school if you're the principal. We had one event where a principal was offsite and uh, immediately got over to the school, but while it was happening, was able to communicate with staff and law enforcement. And so having those lines of communication that literally just don't exist, unless it's with a cell phone, but then a ring could put somebody's life in danger. And so there's just nothing that happens. And so this is a way to really get around those issues and provide a means that's safe and informative and uh, hopefully helps teachers, staff, and all responders as well. Paul Yeager so, says this. He says this would be a great tool for our church because yeah. a lot of churches are large. There are yeah. comments. And there's been a lot of attacks on churches on um, even with this uh, last shooting, uh, I think it was Nashville, I want to say it was, Scott, where it was a, it was a yes. Catholic or Christ, Christian school, and they made it, the news yep. made a point to say it was a Christian school. So, of course, my mind and my tinfoil hat, um, I was like, okay, cool. Now we got people attacking, you know, religion, which is, you know, like, that's, you can do, yeah. it's America, you can do what we, you want here. Yeah, you're, he, he, he's right. This is really any place there are, there are people uh, so, that need protection. So we we have the Utah State Capitol. We have a we have uh, large manufacturing companies that have had difficulties communicating to their whole staff when they have a, you know an incident. Uh, we have churches that are actually very much engaged right now in reviewing it because they Ursula, you hit the nail on the head. They want to they want to solve these problems. They want to keep their their members safe and and. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, people will be able to go to church and, and worship and not, that you know, just feel fear. You know, I'm on our safety team at our church. You know, we have plans in place, but these are all the things that, that can be used anywhere people are. I mean, everything from big events to, you know, large corporations, just like you said. Um, so it doesn't necessarily work. Today we're focusing on school, but this could be used in any place that, has, that houses a lot of people that may be, in, you know, in danger of something like this where they could need this kind of incident response. Uh, but the, it's just great to see that all this stuff coming together and being able to have something that you can use very quickly because like the desktop that you see here in the, in the phone, there isn't a classroom out there that doesn't have some kind of electronic device going, doesn't have a, the computers are up and running for presentations for the teachers. The, you know, the teacher has their phone, the kids have, the kids probably have their phones in their pockets too, but I uh, don't know, you know, know how that would work out with giving a kid access to something like this. But, but the thing is, is that it gives them the instructions to do what they need to do. If they, if it says shelter in place, they know to barricade that door and shelter in place because they've, they're receiving a notification that police are on scene. They, you know, that a lot, that will give them something to calm those kids down yeah. to help, help, you know, uh, aid in that situation. How do they find out about you and, and uh, what are the next steps? Uh, how do the people talk to you and so forth? Uh, oh, 
I'll hit all, all three of those. So first, uh, way to get more information is just ejixaim.com. You've got it on screen. Thank you for putting that there. Yeah, let's uh, spell really, that out for our podcast listeners. A-E-G-I-X-A-I-M.com. And Ursula's pointing, but that doesn't help the podcast people. <laughs> yeah, and, and then the uh, the other piece, I just think this is uh, really important. You know, we, we cut through the chaos. This is real-time information. Uh, for not only for responders, but for teachers and administrators, our goal is to, to stop the mess. You know, we really want to make a difference. We appreciate any help in doing so. We're happy to meet and work with groups to, to uh, implement quickly. So thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Hey, Scott, thanks for being on. And I tell you what, whatever we did to the outhouse uh, internet out there, it seemed to fix it. And uh, Ursula? It was the, the rabbit ears. I put rabbit ears down. That's what I got them on the roof right now. <laughs> Ursula, thanks for being on the show today. You're thanks always uh, great to have on here. Hey, thanks for watching today. Now, remember, until next time, get your stuff from Gun Stuff.